Hey friend, we are friends, right? Good, because I want to make sure that you hear this next thing in love. You know that thing you keep saying that you'll get around to? You've been saying it all summer, or that you're going to get back to it this fall when you have the time, when you get the time, or when you find the time, right? I hate to break it to you, but it's probably not going to happen. Because the truth is, even if you're sending kids back to school or staying close to home because summer travels are now over, you'll never just have the time, get the time, or find the time. That's what I call the one day, someday, or another day plan, and it never works. But no worries, all is not lost, and I won't leave you hanging. There's actually a better plan than just wishing for more. So on today's episode, I'm going to share with you the three steps to making the time this fall or in any season for that thing that you keep putting off. That way, you won't waste any more time searching for what isn't there. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? You try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again. That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present, and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? What can I say about redeem her time? I can say a lot, but here's what I'm going to say right now in that I love the community it provides. I love the grace it provides, and I love the solutions, the plans, the retries, the redos, the solutions, the suggestions, there's, there's so much to keep me on track and to have grace when I'm not and to not feel so distracted with my time. Ultimately, to use it for God's honor and glory and for his kingdom. And I'm truly grateful. Thanks, Aaron, for sharing those simple yet impactful words about your experience. Just so you guys know, Erin has been part of the Redeem Her Time community from the beginning, and she jumped right into the Redeem Her Time coaching program. During this time, she's navigated a transition from working outside the home to being home full time with her boys, developing a leadership program and writing a book, while also managing her home with a hubby who works a non-traditional schedule. What I love about Erin's words is the slowness in them, knowing that she used to have a more hurried pace. And now she's found not only the solutions and suggestions to not get distracted, but more importantly, the grace for when she gets off track. 
because it's not about doing it all the right way, but about doing it for the right reason, his glory and his kingdom. Would you like to have both the solutions and support that Aaron has experienced while navigating all that your life holds? The five-day Redeem Your Time This Fall Challenge is your opportunity to get a sneak peek of what's inside. We're going to spend five days together, August 21st through 25th, looking at the mistakes we make trying to manage our time on our own, and instead, get the truth and tools to make the best use of it in this season and in light of eternity. Monday through Thursday, there will be a new episode on the podcast with a take action assignment, so that way you can apply what you learned to your time and season. And then we'll connect inside the community as a place to share your discoveries, ask your questions, and get the encouragement that you need with daily giveaways being drawn along the way. And on Friday, we're going to be live inside the community for a most important conversation yet. The five questions we ask that lead us to look for answers in the wrong places. But no worries, we'll come out knowing what to ask, where to look, and how to make changes to redeem our time. You're definitely going to want to be there. So to get ready for all that fall has to hold, there are three steps you can take. Number one, follow the Redeem Her Time podcast. So that way, you know when new episodes are coming out. Number two, join the Redeem Her Time community. So that way you can start growing with women like Erin who want to make the best use of their time too. And number three, complete the Redeem Her Time worksheet to identify where he's calling and what needs your focus in this season. I promise having a system and support like Erin will make all the difference in how your time looks this fall and how you're able to find the time for what you're called to. Okay, so here we are on the other side of summer. I was just having this conversation with an empty nest friend of mine the other day, and we said, do you remember when this time of year came around and summer was fading and you started the back to school shopping and packing backpacks? The kids were visibly crying because they'd have to get up earlier or go to bed earlier and heaven forbid, do work instead of play all day. But secretly, you were cheering because finally you would have more time. (laughs) Yep, me too. But let's be honest. Did you really have more time once they got on that bus or went out the door? The get-ups, the drop-offs, the runarounds seemed to make the time fly. And soon it was time for pickups, what's in your backpacks, what's for dinner, and then time to go to bed only to do it all over again. And that dream of more time was just elusive. You thought it existed, but you never seemed to find it. But no worries, you told yourself. It will come when I have an empty nest, right? This was the conversation that my friend and I were having the other day. Because now that we have an empty nest, we've realized it really is no different. We've dropped off kids, helped them move in, and before we knew it, It was Thanksgiving break or summertime yet again, or then they got married and then came the grandkids and retirement, but no matter what, it never seemed like we could find more time. And here's the thing, as we're having this conversation, it hit me. Maybe it's because lacking time is not about where you are in a season of life or a season of the year but about where you are in your heart, how you view your time, 
and what you do with the time you do have, right? We talk about this all the time in the podcast. It's not about the calendar as much as it is about the heart. The days are long, but those years are short, right? If you're a mom, you can probably relate. But let's be honest, even if you're just human, you can definitely relate. David said in Psalm 39, verses 4 through 5, Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Right? Have you ever seen that girl on Instagram or maybe out and about in your neighborhood who seems like she's got all the time in the world? Why is it that we want to feel like we have all the time in the world? Do you know what? In reality, we do have an abundance of time because it's what God has given us and it's right in front of us. I did the math. If you take 60 minutes in an hour times 24 hours in a day times 365 days in a year, that totals up to, get this, 525,600 minutes a year. Girl, no more saying you don't have time. You do have time, but it's a matter of how you look at it and what you do with it. How are you looking at your 525,000 hours of time? Are you seeing the lack and feeling like there's not enough? Or are you seeing the abundance and that has God has given you everything that you need? A friend of mine recently said, when God gives you vision, he gives the provision, which I believe includes the time for what matters that he has laid on your heart. Recently, I was reminded of 2 Corinthians 9, 8, which says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, you may abound in every good work. Did you hear the all, the all, the abound multiple times? The truth is, God has given you an abundance of time for what he has called you to. Maybe the problem is you've been looking at your time all wrong and giving it to things that are less important. So what if instead of focusing on the lack that you feel, which really isn't even tangible or true, you focus on the abundance he gives those 525,000 minutes that are truly yours. What if you start with gratitude about your time, not an attitude of entitlement to more? How do you think that would change things for you? You know what? Let's say this together. I have an abundance of time for the things that matter. Or better yet, God has given me an abundance of time for the things that matter. You might need that too as a reminder like I do. To look at, to listen. So stick it on a post-it or record it on a voice loop and make sure you remind yourself of what's the truth. And let's pinky promise that no more are we going to say, I'll do that when I have the time, if I had the time, when I find the time. Instead, let's do something about it. So let's get practical. I want you to think of one thing you haven't found the time for, whether it was this summer or sometime in the past, or something that you've been saying that you want to find the time for this fall or in the future. Okay, got your one thing in mind? With that one thing, 
no matter how big or small it is, we are going to walk through three steps to make the time for that thing that you meant to or want to do. Are you ready? Step number one, declare your why. You have to know why this thing matters. Why do you need to know that it matters? Because we make time for what has value. Let me give you a test. If I were to offer you $1 million, if you gave me eight hours of your day, would you be able to make the time? Of course, because that has a lot of value. But I know that's kind of an extreme example. So for those of you who are moms, let's think about when that baby was first placed in your arms at the hospital, right? But chances are prior to that, you weren't sitting around twiddling your thumbs saying, you know, maybe I should bring something into my world that will consume my attention, my money, my time for the next 18 plus years. You were probably already busy. You were probably already saying, I don't have time for other things in your life. But what happened when that baby got put in your arms? You made the time because that baby had value. And when we truly look at our with God life in all eight areas, they all have valued because they are tied to faith and because we are called to steward them well. So the question you want to ask about this one thing that you have in mind is how is this going to help me build his kingdom? How is it going to help me to better love God and to love others? Now, if it's in the area of your faith walk, that's probably a pretty easy connection. And family and friendships will probably be in that case too. But sometimes when it's something related to our work or business or volunteering, to stewarding our finances well and being generous, to taking care of our wellness, exploring a passion, or even taking care of our dwelling, sometimes those things can feel like maybe they're second fiddle. But here's the thing. We need to have balance in all eight areas. And when we're not paying attention to them, like we always say, they will demand our attention. And that starts with assigning value. And assigning value is really your decision. You have to decide that. And it's got to be what matters to you in alignment with your with God life, not just what the world around you or even the people around you value, right? So with that one thing, why does it matter? It doesn't have to be a whole long dissertation, but just a few words or a phrase that's going to help you have that oomph, which is going to push you towards actually doing something. Okay. Step number two, decide your what, what are you going to do about that one thing? And here's the thing. There may be a whole list of things you could do. So I'm going to challenge you to keep it simple and prioritize what matters. You've probably heard me talk about the one thing by Gary Keller here on the podcast, and I love the one thing focusing question. So if you haven't read the book, I'm about to summarize the entire book in one sentence. Are you ready for this? What's the one thing I can do in my blank, right? Or whatever that one thing is that you've said you want to do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier, unnecessary, better, or fill in the blank with whatever word you want to describe how things feel for you. What is it that's going to move you towards getting that thing done? Decide what matters most. There may be a whole list of things you could do. So what you might want to do is actually brainstorm or brain dump a list of all the things that come to mind and then say which one or two really matter most. And here's the thing. 
when we get really small focused around really small, one little tangible thing, and we do it consistently over time, you will see a compound effect. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is always way better than full on. And then, oh, where did she go? Right now, if it's something that you've been meaning to do, here are a couple bonuses to, on your what you're going to do about it to keep it simple. The first is the two minute rule. Just decide you're going to do something about this thing for two minutes, right? It's easy to do it then. And there's no excuse not to do it because anyone can make two minutes of time happen, right? And here's the thing. Two minutes often turns into four, turns into eight, turns into 16. And before you know it, that thing is done. Here's the other thing. If this is something that you're wanting to do on a consistent basis, like day after day, then implement my two day rule. Just don't let it be two days in a row that you miss it. Because if you've only missed it one day, you haven't established a pattern yet. And that means it's still easy to change and get right back to where you want to be. And it will always take you less time the sooner you change direction. Okay. Step number three is determine your when. When are you going to make time for this thing that matters? You can tell what someone's true priorities are by looking in two places in their life. Do you know what they are? Your bank account and your calendar, right? Where are you investing your time? Where are you investing your money? And here's the thing about your calendar, because that's where we primarily focus here on the Redeemer Time podcast. I'm just going to break it to you. If it's not scheduled, it probably doesn't really matter and isn't really going to happen. Ah, I know that might be hard to hear, but I want you to look back and see, have you ever put that thing that you've been meaning to do or wanting to do on a calendar? Or has it just been something that's been on your mind and then fleets away another day? Here's the thing too. When you start looking at your calendar, do you even know where your time is going anyway? Chances are a lot of it is going to less important things. That's why we have to be intentional about determining our when to put these things that matter on our calendar. And you might want to figure out how much time this thing is going to need. So that way it'll help you better be able to find the time in your calendar or better yet, make the time, right? Even if you just start with two minutes, those two minutes can add up. Or if you just want to tackle it and get it all done in one fell swoop, then just schedule it as one big time block. But the more specific you can be about the when, the day and the time, even treating it like an appointment, then you are going to see a difference. And that thing is going to get done. Because what happens when you make an appointment with a doctor? You either show up or you reschedule. Because if you don't, there's usually some kind of a cost. So treat these things that you're saying matter like an appointment. Show up or if you absolutely have to, just move that to a different time block where it fits. So there you have it. Now that you know why it matters, what you'll do towards it that matters, and when you'll give time to this thing that matters, when the time comes, just do the thing and then it will be off your list. And then you can repeat this process with the next thing on your meant to want to list. Wouldn't that feel so much better than always saying, I'm going to do this when I find the time. Okay. I'm going to be honest and vulnerable with you. My thing is the closet in my office. And this is not the first time I've talked about it, but I also will be honest admitting I haven't done anything about it. 
It holds our craft supplies, shipping supplies, old business supplies, our files. It's kind of just become the catch-all. And here's the thing. I just keep shutting the door, but I still know it's there. And it bugs me every time I open the door and walk in, but I don't have the time in the moment to do anything about it. So it does matter because I know that by it being there, I'm wasting so much time searching through things I don't need to find the things that I do. So I am committing to doing it and I give you permission to hold me accountable to it. So what is the one thing on your meant to want to list and bonus If you come inside the community and share that along with why it matters and what you plan to do and when you're going to do it, or if you just know the thing, but you're not quite sure how to apply the steps, just say the word and we'll help you walk through that process together with God. That's the value of having access to a like-minded coach and a community. And in the five day redeem your time, this fall challenge coming up in a few weeks, We're going to dive much deeper into how to make the time for the things that matter, not just the random things, but the ones that you're truly called to in this season. So be sure to check the show notes for how to get ready, which includes joining the community now. So you can start rubbing shoulders with other women who are right there with you. And I love the fact that we've always got him by our side to give wisdom and direction. So let's pray. Dear father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for the gift of time that you have given us, the 525,000 minutes that you've given us each year. God, may we be stewards of the time that you have given us and stop being complainers about what we don't think we have and actually be grateful and intentional with what you have given us. God, we trust and believe that you have given us an abundance of time for what you have called us to. And so as we change our mindset, And as we change our actions, I pray that you would lead and guide and direct us. Help us to see how it connects to building the kingdom life and to putting it actually on our calendar. Thank you for the time that you give us. And we just pray that you will be honored by how we use it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we're going to talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember... You do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing. Together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.